Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to Deranged, Annoyed, and Indifferent. I am your host, Michael. Yes, this is the very first episode of this podcast series, so this might be pretty elongated. It might be relatively short. I can't guarantee, and I won't guarantee, because, well, depends on what you're in the mood for. So, uh, and depends on how I feel about it afterwards. So it's my podcast, my ball, my game, etc. But depending on how this turns out after editing, it could be a well-thought-out masterpiece or incoherent ramblings from the fringe. Either way, hopefully this will be entertaining. Are you, are you just saying that or is it really going to hurt? You're just saying that, aren't you? You're just, no, you're not. You're, it is going to hurt, isn't it? For this first episode, I have a good feeling that I will probably catch a lot of backlash, but either way I've run out of fucks to give at this moment and, well, I really don't care. So for this episode, I decided to touch upon the subject of same-sex marriage, but not entirely the subject. More or less, it's two articles that are related to same-sex marriage and, you know, they're, you know the whole mass hysteria from the the right-wing religious nut jobs that they are. And I'm sorry if you don't like being called that. Tough shit if you're a bigoted fuckwad. I really don't care. My stance on same-sex marriage is pretty much this. If anybody wants to get together and be married and be happy, miserable, or whatever, then what right do I have to say, let alone why should I really give a shit either way? What? Are you going to tell me that you would deprive someone of the same fun experiences of spousal, mental, and physical abuses that are only unique to the hetero world, as well as that opportunity to eventually grow to either love or hate one another after they have spent years learning to live with one another, along with all of the other cruel and horrible shit that heterosexual married people do to one another? You know, just basically open a news source, throw a dart, throw a stone, you'll basically hit upon the idea of what I'm getting at. Or maybe these bigots are afraid that the same-sex couples might make them look foolish when it comes to treating your significant other with some form of dignity and respect. That would totally suck, huh? So why am I bringing this up and rambling incessantly? Because that's what I'm good at. Well, let's start with the first article that I'm going to be talking about. A week or so ago, an Australian Christian lobbyist named Nick Jensen was somehow allowed to write an article in the Australian weekly paper Canberra City News announcing that if same-sex gay marriage is allowed by law that he and his wife will be getting a divorce, but not a traditional divorce, or so he claims. The paper also displays a picture of the writer and his wife on the cover. They will still refer to each other as husband and wife, living together, breeding like rabbits, and only considered to be married by the church. 
probably still referring to each other as Honey Bear, Honey Poo, Godzilla, or whatever pet names they have for each other that couples usually create for one another. Just curious, if you get arrested for something illegal, are you going to argue with the arresting officer that he has no right to do his job in arresting you and that the church is the only ones who have the authority to prosecute you? Because I would like to see how that turns out exactly. I am willing to wager that more than likely you are going to get frisked, cuffed, read your rights, and then tossed in the police cruiser or van. I am also willing to go out on a limb here and assume that Australian, Australia has laws, like here in the States, that say something to the effect of, even if you are supposedly divorced, that after living together for so long that you are legally married. If so, then your point in your stupid crusade has been rendered moot. The article goes on and on and on and on, expounding upon how marriage is a fundamental order of creation, how he refuses to recognize government regulation, pretty much making his case sound as if the state government for where he lives is going to invade his home and bedroom. Like that'll ever happen, but whatever. It is pretty much a call to arms for stupid, ignorant, bigoted fucks who feel they are the only demographic who has any type of privilege in life, including marriage. As if they are being persecuted because people who are not them want the legal right to get married. So instead of being content and happy because they are married to the person they actually love, they have to prove a point and completely shit on others because their beliefs told them that they are entitled to do so. I like how a lot of people try to portray same-sex marriage as only a modern development, when in reality, it is older than most cuntbags think it is, which was also pointed out in articles on the AWL.com, theweek.com, crack.com, a 97-page essay from Yale Law School about the history of same-sex marriage, and various other history books and sources that most people are too stupid to be bothered to read. It actually was common and allowed by the Christian church until Byzantine Emperor Andronicus II outlawed it in 1306 AD because it was deemed unchristian, along with sorcery and incest, which probably led to an inquisition before the inquisition. The incest part I can understand, but same-sex marriage and sorcery? Maybe that is why Andronicus II's empire fell at the hands of the Turks, and when, and when the Catalans turned on the Catalans, I think that's what they are, turned on his idiot son after their leader was murdered. Who really knows? Maybe the same-sex people wanting to get married took their sorcerer friends with them and left the empire to crumble. Ah, what do I know? I am just some goof on the other side of a microphone. Enjoy your divorce marriage that you are probably not going to go through with because the only purpose of your article was to make the most convoluted point. And while we are still on the subject of same-sex marriage, on to my next article about a certain preacher who, who's claim. Uh, you'll, you'll hear it. Hold on. It, it gets funny. Not wanting to be outdone by Nick Jensen and his wacky antics, it seems a Texas pastor has decided to take George Carlin's suggestion quite literally to set himself on fire in order to stop gay couples from being legally recognized. The claim has been made ahead of a Supreme Court ruling on making same-sex legal to all U.S. states, including Texas. 
The preacher also made the claim for religious leaders to offer themselves up to be shot dead, hopefully freeing up the gene pool for more rational, open-minded, and free-thinking people to get along without complete bigotry and hatred. Of course, he isn't suggesting they all shoot themselves or each other. They actually expect passerbys and average citizens to just open fire on them when they instruct them to by shouting, SHOOT ME FIRST! The pastor also claims that they have been suffering injustices because of the changing shift in today's political and social arenas. Unlike various African Americans throughout American history, Jewish people before and after World War II, Japanese Americans during 1942 to 46, Native Americans, immigrants, non-believers, gays, and anyone who has legitimately had had it far worse than this man or any of his religious white pals. So, if you are feeling that you are being shit on in today's world, have some patience. You have centuries to catch up to the steaming pile of shit that every that has been shoveled on everyone else by you and your constituents, as well as many others throughout history. Before I conclude this first episode, I would like to recite this list I have of suggestions on how we could treat each other as human beings. Now... This isn't any any different than all of the other lists of, you know, suggestions for treating your fellow human being by uh, that has been said by various comedians, various speakers, etc., etc. But this is just my own personal list, and you can take it either way you want. Uh, the first one is, don't exploit your fellow human for personal or professional gain. Don't. The next one is, don't act superior to everyone else just because you think differently. You are not better than everyone, every other human because of your race. Your beliefs don't make you better than the next human being. Treat people with the same sense of respect that you expect to receive, but don't treat it as an open invitation to walk all over each other. Men are not doormats for your bullshit. Women are not, women are not doormats for your bullshit. While I'm at it, those who are sexually different than you are not doormats for your bullshit. Children are not pawns for your personal, professional, or political agendas. Yes, you're going to hear me turn over the page. Paper, people. Unless they decide to break into your living room and perform in, and perform in front of you, no one's sexuality is any of your business, nor your place to violate their rights and civil liberties. Meaning, shut the fuck up. It's not your life. You have no right to tell them jack shit. Take the advice of your own belief system before opening your mouth to judge them as well. And my favorite, which comes from Jim Jeffries, don't be a cunt. I like that one. So, this is Deranged, Annoyed, and Indifferent. I am your host, Mike Cal. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to tell me what you think, preferably leave your hate bullshit, you know, at the door. So until next episode, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping you'll all come back.